This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back to episode 6 of our Fantasy Football Luton Digital podcast. I'm joined by my co-host Steve. Steve, would you like to say a few words? Nice to be back with you, Samo. A little bit sore of throat this evening, so you're going to have to do most of the talking. Shall we kick off with... So we have some emails in this week. Actually, one email. But this email is Mark Burrows. Steve... What does this email contain? Well, Mark's been in touch, Samo, and he's just said, thanks very much, guys, for featuring me last week. I have taken all your advice and uh, keep the good work going. So thanks, Mark. And uh, let's go on now to the next item. Our next item on the list is reflection, where we reflect over the last week. Steve, my first point here is Liverpool have gone big. After winning four one at Cardiff, your thoughts? Yes, a good game for Mane and Salah owners. Uh, a lot of us recommended, obviously. I think you did, Sam, that people get rid of Mane, and how wrong that advice was. Cardiff, they scored again, and they've got a few good home fixtures to come up. But certainly, I'm thinking of maybe bringing back Mane. Huddersfield, Fulham and Burnley all suffered big defeats, so possibly looked to stay away from some of their players. They did. Certainly a lot of people were talking up Fulham at the start of the season, and I know one of our managers, Mr Ollie, I think he's still got Schürrle and Mitrovic, but they're not turning up, and maybe it's time for Ollie to ditch. And... Last of all, our own points, I've got 73, so a good week for me, whereas Steve only got only got 57, so a bit of an average week for him. I've now gone one point above him, but we'll talk about that later in the league table. Manager of the Week OK, yes, and this week's Manager of the Week is a name that hasn't featured for a while. Obviously, had a disastrous season last year, but good to see a former champion back in form. Big stand-up and clap too. The sick boys, Alex Perry, 84 points, which makes him leap into second place. Just five off the lead. Sam, talk us through his team. Well, we had Alonso, who got... A clean sheet and an assist. He has Salah captain and he had Fraser and Wilson who both went big for Bournemouth. He also had the rest of his team, not as much points, but Salah, Fraser, Wilson and Alonso delivered for him, obviously. This is a man who we know from previous history likes to keep his transfers close to his chest. And if you look back at this, Sam, you can see that his two transfers in the game week, he actually swapped out Mane to bring in Salah and captain him. So you could argue a little bit of a waste because they both got 15 points. And then his other change, and this was an interesting one for me, was he got rid of Aguero and freed up the funds for the Salah move by bringing in Firmino. Sam, your thoughts? Firmino for Aguero. 
I am not a fan of that personally. I don't. I think Firmino is still a really good player for Liverpool, but I don't think he's a great fantasy football prospect. Well, you can see what he's done there. He's he's yeah. taken the money from Aguero to yeah. to invest and so called upgrade to Salah. But Mane came back, and maybe now he's thinking maybe I should have stuck with Mane. But interesting dilemma for Alex. Well done, nonetheless. Yeah, so now let's look at the league table. In first place is still Sam with Bangers and Mash. That's Sam Owen with the Bangers and Mash. 6-5-1. Strong game week, 75 points. Can't argue with that. But Alex Perry, who we've just talked about, 84 points, moves up to second. It's just five behind him now. In third place is the Pharaohs by Danny with 632 total points and big 76 this game week. And Tom Kershaw, the most improved manager this season, uh, who featured in our, one of our earlier podcasts, 608 points. He's, he's a, quite a way adrift, but he is now in a Champions League spot. Well done, Tom. In fifth place is my own team, Lingardium Leviosa, with 587 total points. And in sixth is four more specials, which is Steve's team, with 57 and 586 points overall. So, yes, low scoring week, and amazing to think that I once led this league, because now we are 65 points, 65 points off the title. Talking points. Now is now is time for talking points. My first talking point, which I've got here, is: Is it time to get rid of some Wolves players? Steve, your thoughts? Not for me, Samo. Twenty-two shots in the last game. Yes, they uh, lost. Did they lose? They may have lost. They didn't score. Nil-nil, wasn't it? One nil to Brighton. One nil to Brighton. Thanks, Sam. I knew you'd have the facts. But twenty-two shots. So they just need to get someone who can put it in the net. Hopefully Jimenez. Hopefully Johnny scoring. Hopefully the other guy, Doherty, who we both invested in. So I think keep them. Well, for me, they have Tottenham, then Arsenal in the next few weeks. But I think I'm going to be patient. I'm going to. The only worry is Jimenez, who one of my strikers was taken off after around 60 to 50 minutes. Can't exactly remember. And he's not been delivering much points over the last few weeks. But I'm going to keep him because after them, after the next two games, they have an easier run of fixtures. But I'll keep an eye on Jimenez. And if he doesn't start returning in the next few weeks, I'll look to possibly get rid. What's your second talking point, Samo? Well, my second talking point is after, is it time to bring Fraser and Wilson in? Because I, I actually have Fraser. Are you looking at bringing in one of them in? I think the only trouble with that, Samo, is if we're going to get back to the top of this league, is that a lot of the managers at the top have got Wilson. Supposedly, Bournemouth's fixtures are getting more difficult. So, I think maybe there's better options. It's a very, very defensive mood, or move even. And I think, in this game, you've got to attack. That is true. I'm going to stick with Fraser. I don't think I feel any need to bring... Wilson in the Their fixtures aren't actually as tough as you think. They well, have they've got United, United this week. They have United, but at home, and United are out of form. And then they have Newcastle away. Then it gets a, a bit tougher, like, of course. They have Arsenal. 
So I think I'd, I'd, I'm going to keep Fraser. No need to bring Wilson in. And our final talking point this week is an idea that Samo suggested to me at the weekend, which was if there was an another bonus chip in addition to the three you can already play, what would it be and why? And we agreed that a possible one would be called the hindsight chip. And that is where, after a game week, if you've made loads of transfers that haven't worked out and you've scored lower points than you would have done originally, you can press the button only admittedly at the end of the game week and it would play your previous selected team. One or two technical issues with that. I'm not sure it would be easy to implement or develop, but that's not our job. That's just the idea. Sam, have you got any uh, additional buttons? Are you going with the hindsight chip idea? Yes, I agree. And I think it would be especially useful for you, Steve, in case you ever make some wrong decisions. Thanks very much, Sam. You're listening to Luton Digital. Get in touch via LutonDigital.com. Now on to the Game Week 11 preview. The first game which I have here is Bournemouth against Man United. How do you see that panning out, Steve? Well, I don't really know, to be honest. I'm not very good at predicting these things anymore, Sam. I've, I've, lost, I've lost confidence in my own ability. I mean, if we go on what Bournemouth did last game, they'll score a lot of goals, probably might win against United. But then if we go what United did, they look... Better, didn't they? Even without Lukaku, uh, they look better now that Lukaku's been dropped. So I could see goals, maybe two, 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 probably something like that. Now Cardiff versus Leicester. Well, this one I think will tell us whether Cardiff's renaissance has continued because they are now finally seeming to score goals. A few people tipping Murphy, who's very cheap for this, maybe worth looking at, and of course. Uh, they're playing against Leicester uh, in obviously pretty tragic circumstance. So this game was in doubt. Um, it's, it's going ahead, but difficult to tell what the reaction will be and what even what the result will be. But I think if you had to push me, I will go for a Cardiff win. Now on to Everton Brighton. I think I I expect a comfortable Everton win here. Brighton are quite have been quite good this season, but I expect them to struggle away at Everton. Can't argue that Newcastle Watford Watford have been the form team. I mean their resurgence has coincided with when we told everyone to drop Watford players. But if it goes to the form book, Watford will turn up there and score two or three great goals, and Newcastle will remain. At the bottom with Huddersfield. So I'm not sure whether it will turn out of that. I'm going to go 1 0 to Newcastle and Kennedy scoring. West Ham against Burnley. I I think this has been an important game. I have two West Ham players. I think West Ham will win comfortably. Burnley are away and they have conceded quite a few goals this season. So I expect a comfortable West Ham win. Well, another difficult one to predict. And that could easily be an away win for Burnley. I mean, this this season I've, I'm finding it tough, Sam, I'll be honest with you. Let's go on to Arsenal-Liverpool. Yes, I think this will be a closer game than you think because Arsenal are at home. And Liverpool, Liverpool haven't been playing. Liverpool have been playing very well this season, but they're not quite up to the standards of last year. 
I think I could I could see Liverpool winning this, but be a, a very entertaining game, hopefully. Well, I can't agree with you there, Sam. I think because Liverpool have got more points than they have this time last year. Maybe they're not they're not scoring as many goals, but they're not scoring as many goals because they're better defensively. And the Cardiff game last week, you saw some real signs that they're starting to take teams apart again. And I will put my neck on the line here, Sam, and I will go for a two-goal Liverpool win. And now the. The 7.45 game, which is Wolves versus Spurs. What do you see happening? Well, again, difficult one to predict. Will Wolves turn up with 22 shots? Will Spurs be as bad as they were against City or supposedly as good as their reserves were against West Ham in the Cup? Um, I would go there, I think, for a draw. I agree. I think that would be a draw. City Southampton on Sunday, three o'clock kickoff. Big win for City. Yeah, I agree. I think that'll be an interesting one. Hope, well, yeah. interesting because who who will he play? Will he play? Because City have got it. They're in the cup tonight. We're recording on a Thursday, but uh, presumably he's not going to play any of the big ones. And word reaching us that Sterling has agreed a new five-year deal verbally. But does that mean he plays Sunday? He's still the standout player in that City team. For me, that's why I've still got him in my squad. Chelsea Palace. Should be straightforward, that one. Will Hazard be back, though, Samo? What are your inside sources telling you? I've actually not checked my inside sources. I apologise for that. I have a feeling that he hopefully will be back, but it's tough to tell. But I, I, I do, yeah, I do expect him back for this game. Let's hope. And then the game that I think you and I have already agreed to miss and go out when it's on is Huddersfield Fulham on the Monday night. That's a strange choice of a game. Uh, and again, difficult to predict. Will Fulham turn up? Will they concede a load of goals? Will Huddersfield score? Frankly, who cares? Should be an absolute cracker, and it's the game which I'm predicting to be nil-nil. Huddersfield can't score, and Fulham, in the last few weeks, haven't been scoring, and Fulham are away against the Huddersfield team. So, a tough game week to call. Um, I wonder which manager will be able to help this week. <laughs> help me, please. It's time to look at one particular team and this week it is the turn of Baronet Salona run by Helen Jerome. Mid-table at the moment. Let's see if Sam can give some more golden advice. Sam, let's start with her keepers. What are your thoughts? I think Helen's keepers, Alison and Etheridge, they're all right. Etheridge may not get you many clean sheets. And I think Alisson is good, but I personally prefer a Liv- an attacking Liverpool fullback such as Robertson or Alexander Arnold instead of their keeper. But looks fine, to be honest. You're right, and he, he's not going to face many shots, is he? Is he going to save many penalties? So you're really only looking at a maximum of six points from the keeper. Maybe one to think about there, Helen. Uh, let's have a look at that. 
defence, Alonso, Stevie Cook, Doherty, Juan Pesaka and Robertson. That defence looks quite good. Steve Cook, I'm not completely sure about. He did get five points against Fulham, but his fixtures do turn sour. While the attacking team of while the attacking side of Bournemouth shouldn't be too worried, I don't think they'll keep many clean sheets. I quite like the balance there because she's got Alonso and Robertson guaranteed every week, and then she can spin one from three. Big Stevie Cook, Doherty, and one Bizaka. Bizaka. Uh, midfield, Sam, your thoughts? Hazard, Fraser, Jorginho, Neves, and Hoiberg. I think Jorginho and Neves definitely get rid. There's many options. You could even look at Barkley or just I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have any of I wouldn't have Jorginho and Neves. Hoyberg's obviously a budget option. Fraser and Hazard all right. There is a lack of a Mane or Salah. What do you think? Well there is, but I think you can see why when we look at this attack because uh, I think one of the few managers I've seen this season who is going with Kane and Aguero and supplementing that with Jimenez. So no points at all last week from any of those three. And putting the armband, you got to put if you've got the big guns up front, you've got to put the armband on them, haven't you Sam? So uh punished there. It's been a season where it's the midfield and the defence largely who are scoring. Um, I would be tempted to get rid of Kane there and bring in one of the cheaper strikers like Arnautovic. Uh, they give you five five million and then you can upgrade Nevers. Or Murray. No problem at all to someone like Mane, 9.8 I think at the moment. Or even if you like United... A Pogba, although his penalties a bit dodgy. Yep, I do. So in summary, Sam, what are we saying here? We're saying uh, maybe get rid of Kane, get rid of that keeper, uh, bring in someone who's going to make a few saves and strengthen your midfield. So a few things to think about. Thanks for requesting help. me please now it's time for my team your team based on that preview that we've just heard uh, there has been one change that uh, I regret already I made it at the start of the game week as I always do and one of my midfielders left and Brooks from Bournemouth came in and he of course has got United at home so I'm almost guaranteed will be on the bench. He has replaced Kennedy, so Kennedy is absolutely guaranteed to score this weekend because I have dropped him. One change for me, I may be thinking of another change in whether I get rid of Kane because I've just got a feeling he is about to start scoring. But I may keep him, I may get rid of him. Find out next week. Over to you, Samo. What are you doing? What are your thoughts? I'm planning to upgrade Alexander-Arnold to, to Andrew Robertson. I just cannot afford the massive rotation risk that he is. I predict that he will be benched against Arsenal. Might not be. I think he will. So I'm going to have Robertson to just to make sure he plays. And also, I think he gets more assists, Robertson, 
where Alexander Arnold does occasionally take free kicks. In the next few weeks, I may look to. Yeah, I think I think I'm good. I think that's good. I'll bring in Robertson for Alexander Arnold this game week. Doesn't sound like a game changer to me, Sam. A bit defensive. Are you sure that is the right move? Uh, is there nothing more attacking? I mean, it, we we identified the two games, didn't we? It's West Ham, Burnley, possibly goals. You got two West Ham. You're happy with there, and the other game, City, Southampton. What's your City coverage this week? Sterling and Aguero. So and Mendy. So you've got the full set. I think you're covered, Sam. My golden gamble this week is Sterling. He's captain. He's against Southampton at home. Hopefully he plays. I think he will. But after this, after the Man City game, as as we're recording, they play tonight in the EFL Cup. If he's injured, then obviously we'll change it to Hazard. So Sterling, captain, Hazard, vice-captain. Yeah, similar for me. I've got a choice of three. Hazard, home to Palace if he's fit. Kane, I've just got this feeling that he's about to start scoring. Way at Wolves and Sterling at home to Southampton may be celebrating his new contract. At the moment, that band is on Kane. It could well switch to Sterling or even Hazard, depending on what I'm feeling at the weekend. Last Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Luton Digital. If you have anything to say, make sure to either email in or leave a comment at lutondigital.com. Thanks all for listening. Hope you'll get loads of points and goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.